This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, the currency of certainty. Sit back and relax and let's get started. So I had a, I felt a tremor in the force today to reach out to one of my largest and best clients who I sold a little over a year and a half ago and closed them on a very large enterprise deal worth several million dollars. They've implemented the project, they're off and running, and now we're into that phase of service and grow the account. They did definitely have some bumps along the road in the implementation phase, but they got through it and our our team came through as they always do. But today I just felt something, I felt a reason, a need to reach out to my client, and I did. And I just sent her a text message and I said, hey, how's it going? And she immediately sent me back a message and said, hey, can you good to hear from you. Can we talk? And we haven't spoken in a few months and her rapid response kind of started to, you know, my spidey sense kind of perked up and said, well, okay, something's up. And so I immediately walked out of the meeting I was in and called her. I had to give up the rest of that meeting. It was just a, a training session, but this is my, one of our largest marquee clients. She's very important to us and just important to me personally. So I walked out of that meeting, went into another room, got my headphones on and called her back. And she said, how are you? And I said, I'm doing great. And we chit chatted for a few minutes. She made comments about my daughters and them growing up and her daughters are growing up. Her daughters are about 15 years older than mine. But I could tell that just in her voice, her energy was one of stress. She seemed happy with everything that was going on with our project, but it turned out that she had some problems that were really not related initially to our, uh, our part of the business. She said, I've got some challenges with my people. And I said, well, what's going on? And she said, well, I've just got three, three bad apples on my team. And in the organization that I'm in, it's really difficult for me to get rid of people you know all of the HR stuff you got to go through. And I said, yeah, I do. She said, it's just really difficult to, to clear the slate when uh, I've got some folks on my team that are just not, not good for the team. And I said, well, what are they, you know, where, where, what's going on? What's the impact? And she said, well, you know, one of them has this area and one of them has that area and one of them has this area. I said, well, those are all areas we can help you with. Just tell, it, tell me what you need and we'll make it happen. And so she gave me some, some places that we might be able to help. And then there's this other part of the business that we really should be doing, but we are not doing because of some legacy relationships with other vendors. Let's just put it that way, to protect the innocent in this conversation, this podcast. And there's been a story around, well, my company does this, the other companies do that, even though we're clearly superior in just about every way for what they're doing. But there had been a lack of collision on her part with some key members of her team over this particular issue. But it was incumbent upon that collision happening to my company having a shot at that other fairly large piece of business. 
And so it really came down to my client, my prospect, not my prospect, but my client having the capacity to, and, and the certainty to go have a collision over what she knew was right. The right thing to do for the business, the right thing to do for their clients and the right thing to do, frankly, for her team, which was to move the business to us. But for about a year now, she'd been unwilling to have that conversation. And after uncovering a little bit, it became clear that she was just so strapped in energy and in her own certainty that her default was just to do it herself, which I totally get because that's me too. Me and this particular client are very much alike. As we see each other, we're mirrors of each other. So my natural default for a long time has been like, if I just get frustrated with something, uh, with members on the team, I'll just take it over and do it myself. Because I get this story that I can do it faster and I can do it better and I'll get it done. Except there's a tremendous cost for doing business that way in the long run. But that's exactly the same way she was operating. She was just so tired of all the things that she had going on. And she said, sometimes I just wonder, you know, if I've got the energy for this, I just want to innovate. I just want to serve. I just want to make big things happen. And I've got people that aren't coming along with me and they're just in the way. And so I said, I realized something in this moment. I realized that for our company to get that other big part of business, it wasn't a matter of convincing anybody about our product being better, our service being better, our technology being better. It really came down to this linchpin of my prospect, her personal certainty. Because she's the executive, she has the power to make things happen, but she has an operating system where she is always serving everyone else first, her children first, her family first, her team first, her company first, and she's always putting herself last. And so as a result of that, she's ending up in a place with very little internal capacity for big things like tough conversations and collisions and decisions that need to happen and need to happen quickly. And I totally get it because I've totally been in her spot a million times where maybe I didn't have, didn't have conversations with my wife because I didn't have the capacity. Or I didn't take care of other responsibilities for my children because I didn't have capacity because I was putting everyone else first. And I said to her, I said, you know what? I'm going to introduce you to a concept. The queen needs to eat first. And she, <laughs> yeah, I could hear her rock back in her chair and she said she said what are you talking about i said the queen needs to eat first i said if you can't if you're not feeding yourself you have nothing left to give everyone else and so you're always drawing from a place of scarcity and in that place of scarcity you have no certainty and without certainty you have no power and without power you have challenges you're going to always have challenges with production. And I could literally, I could hear the, the light bulb going off over her head. She said, you know, I, I don't leave any time for myself. 
I said, okay. So when was the last time you invested in yourself? And she said, well, I went and got a massage this weekend because my shoulders were up around my ears and, and I was so stressed and, you know, I gave myself that time. I said, okay. Very good. What about today? She said, well, I mean, I've been, you know, going since 6 a.m. and I've, you know, got you know, more meetings. And I said, okay. I said, look, you know, you know that what the right thing to do is relative to this other business and this other services and things that you guys need. But here, none of that really matters until you feed the queen. I said, so what's one thing you can do today to invest in yourself? She sat back and thought, and she said, well, I could cancel one of these meetings I've got lined up. I said, okay. So I said, which meeting are you going to cancel? She said, one at three o'clock. I said, okay. What are you going to do with that hour? She said, I'm going to spend that hour planning and, you know, looking at all the things I got to do. I said, okay, how about this? What about if you, instead of spending 57 minutes of that hour getting out of your head so you could spend three minutes planning, how about if you just went outside and had a walk? In fact, had a walk and talk, walk and talk with the almighty and just were present. And she said, it's been a long time since I've done that. And I said, well, maybe today is the day. She's like, I just canceled the meeting. Okay. I said, all right, there you go. I've witnessed your commitment. You're going to do it. And she said, yes, I am. I said, all right, well, send me a text message and a picture when you're done. And about an hour and 30 minutes later, I got a text message and a picture. And she is on fire right now. Like I have full confidence that the rest, like the team is not going to know what hit them for the next few days, her team, because that small investment in certainty in herself may have shifted her mentality around where she invests. And when you have a leader that is constantly investing in themselves, they have more to give. And when they have more to give, they become better leaders and can start to create a wake that people will follow instead of being in the way. And so my point of all of this is that as a business development professional, as a sales executive, sometimes your currency is not your product or your technology. Sometimes your currency might be your certainty. See, there is no way that I could have suggested this concept to my client had I not been living this myself, had I not done this very thing the same day. Because I knew that in doing those things, I have my own personal certainty. And out of that investment in myself, I had the ability to not feel desperate about the business that we could get, the $4 million worth of additional business. Instead, that's not what I was grasping after. Instead, I had the capacity to hold the space and deal uncertainty into this person as a person, not a prospect. And say, forget the business, forget the other things. You're not going anywhere until, and you're not going to be able to make any of these things happen until you shift your investment from everyone else into yourself first. Not out of selfishness, and self-centeredness, but out of other focus. 
to break the story that you can't serve anybody if you're serving yourself. In fact, you have to serve yourself first and other to, in order to serve others. It's just a matter of how and what you're serving yourself with. And presence and connection with God, those are direct infusions of certainty that then can be transferred to someone else, transferred to your team, transferred to your clients, transferred to your prospects, transferred to the marketplace. The queen eats first. The king eats first. So right now, as you're listening to this podcast, ask yourself the question, when was the last time you invested in yourself? And I'm not talking about the extra 50 minutes on Facebook or, you know, the binge watch on, on uh, Netflix. I'm talking about when was the last time you invested in an activity or something or made a deposit that would give you more certainty in your physical being? When was the last time you invested in time and space for a conversation with the CEO of the universe? When was the last time that you invested in time and space and intentionality towards your wife or your children? And when was the last time you invested time and space into someone in your business world, a prospect, a person? And what's one thing you could do right now today as you listen to this podcast today, tonight, in the morning, whenever you're hearing this, this year or 10 years from now, What's one thing you can do today? You've got it in your mind right now as I'm saying this. It's already risen in your mind. There's some idea that's floating around right now. I dare you to take out your phone or notepad or whatever it might be and put down that one thing. Just write it down right now. That unto itself is an act of creation. You're taking something right out of the the ether, right out of a divinely inspired moment in your mind right now and you're taking it out of your mind from your soul and heart and putting it on paper, digital, or otherwise. And just simply doing that, I can promise you, you're going to feel some power. And then the next chapter of that is to actually go do it. And even better yet, tell somebody you're going to go do it and then go do it. No matter how small, no matter how mundane, if you do that simple thing, write down that one thing that's coming to your mind right now, tell somebody you're going to do it, And then go do it and then tell them you did it. That is a deposit and certainty that you can make right now. And it may be that deposit that is the difference for someone else in your path just around the corner. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep listening. Thank you for the comments and reviews. I sincerely appreciate it. Remember, you're not alone out there. Thank you so much.